Hello everybody, happy Easter. Y'all might hear some background noise today, but <clears throat> it is uh, Easter Sunday and there's some people roaming around. My wife's getting ready to take the dogs for a walk and uh, I wanted to, I, I was late last week on the podcast, so I wanted to make sure I got it done today. And we're going to have some Easter dinner later on today and and uh, I'm going to I'd like to get out for a walk in the in the bush this afternoon, if I can. So you'll hear my one dog in the background. He gets really, really excited when it's walk time. It's almost like he's talking. You can hear him there now. So um, I'd like to send a shout-out to Kathy today. I know that you're still uh, battling and fighting. I don't even know if you're... Uh, if you're actually uh, listening to anything or or doing test speaking, which I'll send you a quick text here to say hello. And um, send a shout out for John. And uh, you check out his podcast out there. It's, solid, it's a good, good podcast. Have a listen to it. You'll like it. And I was able to call my middle daughter today and tell her a joke over the phone. It was a very, very funny joke. But I'm not going to um, tell the joke on here because um, it's too funny. I'll be laughing for the rest of the thing. Maybe I'll tell that at the end if I remember. So, um, so, okay. I want to talk about the COVID virus quickly here and um, see what uh, see what we have for opinions here, if any. But um, so as of April 11th, I don't know, what's that, Friday? Yesterday. Yesterday, Saturday. There's 22,600 confirmed cases. And unfortunately, there's 601 deaths in Canada. In Alberta, we have almost 1,600, almost 1,570 cases. Unfortunately, we have 40 deaths, 774 recovered cases, and 75,000 completed tests. I'm not going to get into whether or not the tests are accurate or anything else, but I, I would like to say this. For the transplant patients and the cancer patients and stuff out there, you guys will get this comment, but this is for the other people out there that have since become an expert on disease control and self-distancing and what to rub our hands with and where we can go and where we can't go, who have learned how to be uh, these experts since, what, March of this year? I started to become an expert in social distancing, disease control, January 31st, uh, well, probably about February 4th, 2014, okay? Um, although, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, that are now experts and, and there's a lot of people out there that, that have lots of opinions, it is okay for you to keep your opinion to yourself. And... For some of us who are out and about or doing things or, or, or getting things done, 
And for the most part, 365 days a year, we'd like you to stay away from us. And 365 days a year, we'd like you to keep your your snotty kids and your sneezing kids and your coughing kids away from us. And we prefer you don't sneeze on us because the flu for us and other things can be just as risky as this pandemic. I've just been out and gotten a couple of comments. I don't, you know, I appreciate the fact that you may be concerned, but um, I, I just, I just can't believe the, the tenacity and the arrogance of some people when it comes to uh, voicing their opinion because of, you know, well, I listened to our health health expert here in Canada who hasn't even been proven yet to be a health expert. Just keep your opinion to yourself. You know, if you want somebody to back up, politely ask them, hey, can you back up a little bit? And leave it at that. There's no need to get all snarky and snarly and, and the same with the person on the on the receiving end of that. Just back up. You know, how about you do that all the time? Like, I can't tell you how sick and tired I am of people dry humping my leg in lines when we're, you know, going into a movie theater or something like that outside of the virus. You know, when there's when there's real bad flus floating around and everything like that, you know, it's, it's, uh, this is not a new thing for a lot of people out there. So just because you're terrified and, and scared or whatever, I get it. You're allowed to be that way. That doesn't mean that, um, that the rest of us have, have to, the people who are experts, let's say, or the people that are really, really good at dodging other people. I mean, we're good at it. Like, I'm really, really good at dodging people, you know. And uh, I I don't really want to talk to strangers. And unless you're, you know, in my immediate circle or whatever, um, I just, you know what, just stay away from me all, all the time. Whether it's a pandemic or not, just stay away from people. You know, the the, the big glass things that they have up at the, the cash registers or the plastic things that they have up here in Grand Prairie, they're great. Keep them up. You know, that, that poor person behind the cash register, th- there's no reason for them to to be susceptible to or, or exposed to, you know, all these, you know, different kids and stuff like that. Like, th- this is good. People are actually starting to learn how to cough and sneeze in their sleeve again instead of puking all over the friggin' place, you know? So good. Good on you. But don't, don't, uh, don't be all snarky with people and snarly with people just because in the last month or so, you all of a sudden you've you've decided that it's a major concern for everybody. For some of us, we deal with this every day. So, you know, tone it down a little bit. Relax. There's no reason to be pissed off all the time. Like, I think, I think there's people out there that need to be pissed off about something constantly. There's others of us who don't. Okay? So, like... When I go and buy some yummy, delicious, we got some really good, delicious apples today at uh, the local grocery store. And um, so I had one of those when we got home. And then I had a couple eggs. Not Unfortunately, they weren't the farm fresh eggs. They were still good eggs, but they're not as good as those farm fresh eggs. But of course, I can't get them now. I have no idea how to get a hold of that lady. Um, but they're excellent. Excellent eggs. And uh, I made my own bacon, bear bacon. I smoked it the other day. Oh my goodness gracious, was it ever good. And then what we did was we got some fresh bread. Well, it was supposed to be for supper, but I took some for my breakfast. And uh, oh, I'm telling you, it was amazing. I loved it. 
and I'm looking for, I still have some more. I gave some to Tyler, but I still have some more. I'm looking forward to uh, um, a turkey and uh, a turkey and bear bacon uh, sandwich tomorrow. And the other thing about that bacon that I made was I made some out of the backstrap and then I just took some off of the rib and the stuff off the rib, uh, I was supposed to slice it up like, you know, like you would, like you'd get your bacon pre-sliced in the store. And I was going to do that, but now what I've done was I've thickened it up a little bit and um, I'm just eating it like that. Actually, my mouth is water right now. Just think about it because it tasted so good. And I was lucky too because I managed to get the smoker to hold a good temperature for a few hours because you got to get that bear cooked. Well, just like pork. It's 160, 165. So I like to get it to like 165, 170. Um, this was really thin though. It, usually I'll... I'll um, have a bigger piece of bear that I do sometimes it's a little harder to get it to that point especially in the winter it's it's a little harder to get it there uh, but this stuff was it got there right away that's when I smoked the chicken so I smoked the chicken I smoked this bear anyway I had some today this morning with eggs and uh yesterday I didn't eat very good I ate kind of like an idiot yesterday I had um we got this um we're doing a small job for this little restaurant down downtown Sorry, it's not downtown. It's out one of the plazas. Anyway, doesn't matter where it is. And they're making a dessert place. And this the lady who's cooking the desserts, I think was taught by the mom of her husband uh, back in the Philippines. And oh my goodness gracious, let me tell you. This lady can cook desserts uh, like you wouldn't believe. Crazy, 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 crazy. The way that this lady cooks desserts. Um, I could not believe how good that this, this dessert tasted the other day. And she had made us another cake too. Cause, cause you know, we're working on the restaurant or whatever else. And, uh, they had made us a, a, this purple cake. There's some ingredients. I think I talked about this in the last podcast. Oh my goodness. Was it ever good? Anyway, back to today. So I didn't eat very good yesterday. We had some pizza for supper. And, uh, you know, what? I love pizza, but I got on the bike today and it felt like my back and it felt like my chest was going to explode. And, uh, you know, cause it, uh, I'm going to finish my workout as I always do. I didn't break any world speed records today, but I got through it. I, I got, uh, I got my exercise in, but oh my goodness, I'll tell you after eating like that, it reminds me, okay, man, you got to get back on a regular diet, but you got to admit pizza's pretty good. You know, we get the stuff from Domino's there and, and uh, you know, they just drop it off at your front desk, at your front porch there. And, and um, I went in one day and watched them cook the pizzas and they're, they're, pretty, uh, they're pretty particular about the way they do things. But we actually, at this particular point, have zero cases in, in uh, Grand Prairie for COVID. I think there's maybe one or two cases in the area, but as it stands right now in... Grand Prairie, Alberta, we had two cases, and both of those cases have, um, they've, uh, whatchamacallit, um, healed, healed or recuperated or whatever you want to call it. I was in the hunting store yesterday uh, to get my tags, and, you know, I everybody's, everybody's pretty good for the most part. 
especially when you get into you know some some specific stores people really aren't in there they're not in a rush they're not looking to uh you know they're just in a good mood usually when you go into a hunting and fishing store everybody's in a really really good mood um so there's a couple guys in there and uh, of course we got warning signs up you know like um you know get get your stuff get out uh keep your distance and everything like that so the owner there it's a small little hunt store and he's uh the owner and the, and the main guy um they're pretty particular so they're not they're not bashful let's say like they're not gonna try not to hurt your feelings you know if somebody's doing something stupid they'll let you know but um uh they they were talking about um how everything's going in there you know they're, they're doing pretty good with the fishing stuff because a lot of people can go out fishing you're not running in anybody when you're out there fishing so you know you get out there fishing relax get the kids out there fishing teach them how to fish that's a good idea um but one of the guys who's associated closely with health or whatever said yeah both both our cases the people had healed and uh we're doing a ton of testing and it turns out Kenny sent out a bunch of stuff to Ontario, Quebec, and, and BC, uh, mass and stuff like that. I guess we had an abundance of mass. So, so they must have prepped for that. I don't know if it was necessarily Kenny or whether it was uh, the previous government or whether it was a government for that. I, I have no idea. It doesn't matter to me. It's the way they should be, you know, be prepared. Um, but, I, you know, there's, there's a few park restrictions um we had some parks here in alberta that weren't being used very much so what they've done is they've just kind of made them you know you still use the parks but they're not going to be maintained either at all or it's going to be minimal maintenance by um by the government which isn't too bad of a thing because some of those parks are in pretty good spots for you know trail ride and horseback ride and all that sort of stuff and I, I think some of the people have a hard time getting in there because you can't, you know, say unload certain things in the park because it's a provincial park. So they've dropped the, the designation provincial park. And uh, that allows people to be able to have a little more freedom with what, they're, with what they're doing around those parks. And then the parks that are really, really busy and maintain a, a, a lot of people and a lot of service and stuff like that. Those parks that they they're still up and going and, and they have the no motorized they might be closed right now but I mean for the summer when the summer comes up I'm assuming that they'll be doing a a lift on some of these bands here shortly because it looks like everything's starting to plateau out a little bit with the heat coming supposedly I guess the heat's going to kill this thing which would be nice um, and then there'll be a, a second wave which brings me to my next point um, I think. I think if this thing starts to rear its ugly head again, I, you know, I, I know that there's, um, hey, listen, I woke up one morning, went into the hospital to get a, um, an inhaler checked and it turned out I had stage four congestive heart failure because I, I got some sort of a virus in my heart. So listen, I, I get it, you know, that there's, there's viruses and there's things that can kill us and, and all that sort of stuff. I mean, you're barking up the wrong tree when it comes to certain things like that, but I, um, I'm, I'm kind of the opinion of, of if they open everything right back up again and it looks like this virus is still kicking around, well, then guess what? If I have to go into a real busy place or something like that, I'll put a mask on. I don't know how many times I've been in a, in a, a movie theater 
and somebody's sneezing behind me, you know, and, and I can feel the wind going by my neck or whatever. So, um, I don't, you know, I, I mean, you know, and if, if you have older relatives and stuff like that, and you're not sure that you've been, um, you know, you, you haven't been around anybody or whatever. Well, when you go to see them, put a mask on. No, don't be a jerk. Or if you're, if you got a cold and you go out in public or you got the flu, you go out in public, put a mask on. You know, in, in short order here, there's, there's going to be a bunch of masks that are, that are going to be available. And why not have a box in your house and, and uh, instead of putting anybody at risk, you know, if, if you have to go out and get stuff or, you know, what if you're a single person or you're a retired person and, you know, you're widowed or you're a widower or whatever, you know, and you, you got a bad cold or something, you have to go out and get stuff, well, put a mask on. Prevent that stuff from flying all over the place. I don't see why that's such a monumental task for everybody to, you know, uh, be able to control your, your, uh, your diseases or you know your viruses or whatever else uh, i get the pandemic shut down and 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 i get when you know when it starts to wear out and everything's plateaued and everything and we start to put everything back to normal why not keep the distance at the cash registers you know why not keep the the plastic up at the you know at the the gas stations and keep the plastic up at the at the grocery stores and i, I don't know wherever else at the banks and all that sort of stuff so that those people aren't susceptible to the flu. I mean, how many people lose time off work because of the flu every year? You know, I don't know how many people to... I don't want anybody to die. Don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously, I've uh, fought back from, from ground zero. I don't wish that upon anybody, but I also, don't, I also don't think that we need to shut the whole world down either. I get in places like Toronto and stuff like that's a lot harder because you're... You know, there's a huge population all backed, you know, all packed in together and stuff like that. I was talking to one of my buddies from Toronto and, and um, you know, he, he says it's, it's, it's almost impossible to get to the grocery store. It's almost impossible to go into a variety store. It's almost impossible to go into, a, you know, um, the, uh, the gas station or whatever without bumping into a bunch of people. But if you maintain that distance, you know, in those stations or if you could get to a point where, you know, if somebody knew they were really sick, they'd either stay home or they'd put a mask on when they went out in public, then you'd, you'd be in a lot better shape, wouldn't you? But, of course, now we're relying on on people to be, some people to be decent, not all people. I saw a bunch of people walking around today with masks on. Some of them were drywall masks and some of them were cloth masks and everything else. Hey, every little bit helps, right? So, you know, it, it is what it is. This is the this is the other side of it. This is the, the not-so-sensitive side of it, I guess, and... And some people agree and some people will disagree and all that sort of stuff. But I think that there's a lot to do with some human decency and some human courtesy that if you got a bad cold, you got a bad flu or whatever else you have, put a mask on. What happens if there, you know, the, there's a cancer patient in the same area as you who just got out of the hospital, their immune system's just coming back and they've been had, they've had a mask on for the last, you know, how many, how many months? And, and, you know, they're just trying to get a little bit of fresh air. And then you show up with your, you know, your flu and your sickness and everything else. You're coughing and snotting all over the place. And this person ends up getting the flu because you can't put a mask on for the 15, 20 minutes that you need to go to the grocery store. And, uh, you know, it just, it, just doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I'll tell you another thing, too, while I'm on a bit of a rant. You know, you got these people that are wearing these gloves and everything else when you're out and about. Those gloves... They don't, you're not bulletproof with those gloves. 
you're just as far ahead, in my opinion, and I'm not a professional or nothing, but you're just as far ahead to bring along some hand sanitizer. You know, if you got to touch a bunch of stuff, then, then you know, use the hand sanitizer. But don't forget, when you're out and about, you got the gloves on. You're still spreading whatever it is that's on that stuff all over the place anyway. If you touch your face, it's still coming off the glove and going on your face. I'm almost wondering, and again, I'm not an expert, I don't know for sure, but I'm almost wondering if the gloves don't give people a false sense of uh, um, security, you know? And um, I have tons of gloves. I mean, I, whenever I skin out an animal or whatever else, I, I, have, to, I have to put my gloves on because of ticks and everything else. And, you know, I've got to spray myself down before I, I, I clean an animal up and everything like that. I'm telling you, there's a lot of transplant, there's a lot of uh, immune suppressed people of all sorts of different types and, and sorts and, and severities out there that, that, are, that have to do this on a consistent basis. You know, I, I mean, some people just to go, like, imagine somebody who's on, a, who's on oxygen, walking around and all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're snotting or sneezing all over them and all of a sudden they, they get the flu. That could very well kill that person. The same thing as this, this uh, COVID virus. Okay, so I, again, I don't, I think it's a real great awakening and I think it got some of the, the nonsense that was going on in this world calmed down a bit and everything else. But, um, you know, I, I think it would have been nice to have zero deaths. You know, I, th I think it would have been nice that, that, that we're always on, on, if you're sick or whatever else, you're always on guard for everybody else, you know, because eventually your, your flu is going to pass, right? I mean, look at our kids in school. Like when my kids were younger, somebody was always sick, you know, and, and before I was immune suppressed, I don't know how many times, you know, there'd be a sickness. Now, my wife and I are pretty good. We, our immune systems were always really strong, but until, you know, until now, but, um, you know, I still some mornings I wake up with a sore throat and, you know, if I wake up with a sore throat, I got a bit of a head cold. I tell people, Hey, stay away from me. I may, I may have a bit of a flu. You know, this is before the, the pandemic, I, I, you know, um, but I think it has something to do with how dry my room is at times. You know, now that now at night we can crack the window open a bit. I sleep way better. I don't wake up with that, that sore throat stuff anymore because there's a bit of moisture in there. Um, I, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a heating expert or, or nothing like that. Uh, so the weather is the weather here where I am. Uh, it's starting to clear up quite a bit. And we should have a few floods here in the next few days because we're going to have a bunch of snow melt. Um, the last couple of days have, have just been beautiful. We're very, very fortunate here, though. We, minus 12, minus 15. And the sun's out. Um, it's it's really, really dry. And, and uh, it's quite beautiful, actually, to be quite honest. So I'm not complaining one bit. Spring is here, though, by the looks of it, for, for a week or two. We're, we're probably... We're in probably for some more cold weather, and that's fine with me. I, I don't mind the cold weather as much. Helps keep the roads cleaned a bit. The roads out back, and it also helps uh, if you can get those roads dried out and stuff like that. It, it it's also helping get the the men and women back to work out in the oil field and, and uh, you know the natural gas and all that sort of stuff. You know the stuff that's keeping the trucks going and everybody's houses heated while while uh, while everybody was off. All that natural gas that's flowing through those pipes. She's all coming from somewhere, baby, and a lot of it's coming from up here in in, uh, in Alberta, BC as well, uh, northern BC, up near Fort St. John, Dawson, uh, Fort Nelson. There's a lot of natural gas deposits up there. Those you know men and women up there are working hard, uh, shipping 
the truck drivers, you know, everybody, the nurses. Um, again, I still go back to the fact that, you know, yes, the nurses deserve, um, you know, the, the respect. I'm not arguing, but that's not just because of the pandemic. That's all the time. Okay. So that's, that's all the time. Every time that there's people in there with the flu, like you imagine the nurses in the emergency room dealing with the common cold, you know, I mean, ask a, ask a, a nurse in the, in the uh, emergency room, how many common colds I have to deal with on a daily basis because, you know, somebody's um, up in the air about the fact that they, you know, I've had a cold for two days. This is before the pandemic. I have a cold for two days. You know, can you give me some medicine? No, you just go home and, and uh, stay at home instead of going to the emergency room again, getting everybody sick, you know, because you, you've got the common cold. You know, I, I, what is it? Four or five days? You know, or you can't sleep at night because your your lungs are all full of uh, crap or whatever. Then yeah, I get it. You know, go in. That's what I did. Uh, I waited a week though. I was misdiagnosed too, but I did wait a week. But um, you know, you, you have people out there like say Kathy, for instance, who who needs to get into that hospital, and uh, you know the 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 room's filled up with people who have a cold or have a flu, and um, she can't even get in there and sit down because everybody's so sick. I did that once going to get blood my blood test done here uh, about three or four months ago in Grand Prairie and there's five or six people who were in there doing blood they were sick as dogs and there's masks available everywhere but they won't put a mask on right oh I don't need to put a mask on well hopefully that changes I'm hoping that people who are healthy will change that say hey listen put a mask on you know go home you know employers for instance you know go home that's what I say to my people then you know what and if somebody if if, uh, if one of them's broke or whatever and they desperately need the money, yeah, fine, go home. I'll pay for the day. You can make it up to me later. And uh, we'll move on from there. But if I get sick, I'm out for three, four weeks sometimes. Or maybe I end up in the hospital with the flu. Maybe I end up with respiratory damage or heart damage or whatever else, right? So um, I'd, I'd like to see this common sense and this this uh, respect towards towards our our, our fellow humans carry on after the pandemic and I'm hoping that we get the you know get the economy up and going we get people outside we get people social socializing people back to work like these people that are living you know paycheck to paycheck and are destitute I hope that they can get back to work here shortly so that we don't have people commit suicide because they're bankrupt they're broke and everything else I mean that's horrible you know that somebody's stuck in that situation where you know they're or, you know, people that, that don't have any food or, or um, you know, uh, you know, parents that, that, you know, are working two or three jobs each just to make things, you know, um, work, you know, so that they can, you know, take a family vacation with their, with their kids or something like that in the summer. Now, all of a sudden, they're a month, two month, three month behind. It's going to take them two or three years to catch up from that. So, you know, I get it. If you're sick, stay home. If you're not sick, then you should be able to go out. I mean, we're we're penalizing the whole population over, you know, I, I get right now, but when this thing calms down and you've got people out and about and if somebody's feeling these symptoms or whatever else, stay home. Maybe they'll have a self-test, you know, or, or, or a testing center where you, know, you, you wake up in the morning, you feel like a bag of crap and you, you match the symptoms. You can go in, do a drive-through, bang, they give you the test, they give you the results and you know, you know whether you've got the, you know, COVID or a nasty flu or whatever else, you get home and, uh, 
you know, you start on your, uh, you're getting, you're getting better, right? Then you can let your family know, then your kids will know. I mean, it's, I'm assuming it's going to spread through the kids once, once life gets back to normal, just like the flu and every other little cold virus and everything else, like, like wildfire, you know, cause they're always, you know, touching each other and eating each other's sandwiches and, and, uh, desserts. Now I was never a dessert sharer though, when I was in school. Like, I, I still love my desserts. Like, I have a hard time sharing my desserts now with my wife. Now, I don't have a choice. I'm sharing that dessert whether I want to share it or not. But I'm just saying, sometimes I'm not happy about it. Sometimes I want to keep that dessert to myself. You know, listen, I, you know what? I, I think every, you know, for the most part, everybody's great out there. And uh, I just, you know, when I look at this and I, I look at all the different things going on, I listen to a bunch of different experts, you know, and, and I listen to different mayors and, and all that sort of stuff. And I see different leaders and, and, and I see other people who think they're leaders and they're not leaders and the way they act and everything like that. I just, I just see things and, and, you know, this is just my opinion. It doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean it's wrong. Um, but uh, uh, it's just something that I think that's, that's pretty important, you know. Like, for instance, you know, Kathy's in the hospital right now fighting a pretty serious battle all on her own. She can't have any visitors. And the reason she can't have any visitors is because we can't count on the fact that if somebody's sick, they won't go into the hospital. I'll tell you, a year ago, I went in to Toronto to see people. And when I went in, the first thing I did was I put a mask on because I had a bit of a cold. And I went and I talked to a bunch of different people. I got clearance from the doctors and the nurses before I went into the room. I had the mask on. I did my hands and everything else. And if they thought, well, yeah, you know what? You shouldn't go see this person or whatever. Then I told them. And if, as soon as I walked in, I would say to the person, hey, listen, you know what? I got a bit of a cold. Um, you know, I've got my mask on. I've got everything else. If you're not comfortable, I'll leave. And and uh, I just kept my major distance and everything else. So um, not, I didn't hear of anybody getting anything because I, I took all the proper precautions. You can do the same thing. But maybe another thing too is a bunch of people are going to start working from home. And, you know, maybe have, you know, there's Skype and there's all sorts. Of, I'm not up on that stuff, but there's all sorts of different stuff that they can do. And, uh, you know, to have meetings. And, and uh, um, I have phone conversations all the time with people and about, you know, work that's coming up. I send them something over the, you know, they call, they have questions. We get everything sorted out. Boom, off we go. Um, I've got a guy I deal with in Toronto. I've only ever met him once. I've been working with him for over two years, almost three years now. So it's it's very, very plausible. It's very, very doable. And and I think we run into these situations and they 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 teach us, you know. And and I'm a real big fan on us, you know, relying on each other a lot more than than, you know, than let's say you know, especially when, you know, a lot of the answers and stuff that I got that I needed, I got from other transplant patients and, and a lot of the, the things it does when it comes to my training and my working out and how I feel and getting rid of my migraines and everything I did by myself and I did with advice from other people. And of course my transplant team and, and, uh, and all that sort of stuff. But I think it's a good idea that, that we not rely on, uh, those guys down in Ottawa as much. You know, where we and, and the same with, you know, your provincial uh, governments as well, where we rely on each other a little bit more. And, um, you know, we rely, we, we, we be prepared for something like this, you know, in advance so that people aren't, 
you know, taking all the, the toilet paper for whatever reason, I don't understand that, or, or, or clearing out the water, let's say. Um, you know, I mean, the taps aren't going to turn off. Uh, and there's lots of other ways to purify water without having to, to, to buy all that, you know, plastic water bottle crap. Um, I mean, I get it in some instances, but, but uh, you know, for, for taking those, I hate buying those, those plastic bottles. Man, they just, they just, they're everywhere. You know, you, you're walking down the street and you see them. They're, they're in the garbage cans or on the side of the street. They're, you know, they're all over your, your truck and everything else. When, um, you know, hey, listen, I'm just as guilty as anybody else. I, I buy, I'll buy a 12 pack of them too to throw in the back of the truck uh, to make sure that I'm hydrating stuff like that. But it's a bad habit. And if I do get the bigger water bottles, because I like to, be able to count specifically how much I have let's say when I'm on a bike ride I reuse it over and over and over and over and over and over again until I either lose it or the thing is just you know it's it's uh it's not it's not any good anymore and then I'll you know I'll move on to the next one or I'll I'll uh you know I'll, I'll get a different type of, of water thing and and again you know now you're in, you're in a situation where you're you know you're we pay all these taxes to have safe drinking water. Well, we don't need to buy it from. I mean, they're grabbing the water from the same place that the cities are. It's probably not even as good as what the city water is. I don't know that for a fact. I'm not a scientist, so. But um, I've heard some rumors. I've heard other rumors too. I mean, it depends. Somewhere in the middle, there's the truth, right? So, I just, I just wanted to give you know kind of a different opinion on this whole thing, and and. Uh, you know, kind of mentioned to people that, you know, I, I get the severity of, but I also get the severity of living. And, you know, that, that, uh, that there is, you know, there is life out there and, and that, that we can live together. We can be more cautious. We can, we can enjoy each other's company. Um, you know, it's, you have a conversation at different ends of the, the truck bed, let's say, or I, where I'm worried, I'm worried about some of these people, especially, you know, some of the younger people they've got who are really battling uh, day by day, you know, um, single mom, single dad, you know, um, and, and they've, you know, they've got these small kids at home and they're, they're trying to, to make sure that, kid, that, that their child's provided for and the child's not getting sick. And, you know, they're worried about making their rent. They're worried about, you know, getting, you know, getting food for the next week and all this sort of thing. And, you know, we got people in there buying 37,000 rolls of toilet paper like I said for whatever reason I I don't know what the the cause is for that or 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 whatever else and 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 meanwhile these people are living you know paycheck to paycheck basically um you know there's people out there that and and uh, I can't understand this but there's people out there that actually don't know how much money they're going to have for food the next week until they actually get their paycheck and, you know, then we have these guys down in Ottawa that are increasing carbon tax and increasing this tax and increasing that tax, giving money away while we're in the middle of a pandemic and everything else. And, and who's going to pay all that money back? And, you know, now these people who are, you know, struggling to survive or, or whatever. And, and, you know, anybody that's made any headway is probably starting to get behind. I'm not talking about the people that are, you know, have two... And and those people probably too are affected, but I'm you know I'm I'm talking about the more um, vulnerable in our society, and you know like what about um, 
the same man or woman with a couple kids that, that just lost their significant other, heart attack, uh, accident, car accident, um, this flu, like this pandemic flu, uh, COVID thing, um, an ordinary flu, cancer, all that stuff. And now all of a sudden they're completely out of work. I mean, there's, the, the, there has to be some sort of an end to this. And there has to be some sort of a, of a, of a light at the end of the tunnel and not like I heard Trudeau talking, you know, at the end of summer, Oh, not the end of summer, like, like soon, very, very soon. The curve starts to flatten out. Guys like me, I got to put a mask on when I go out. Guys like me, I got to avoid the crowds. People like me, I got to stay away from other people. My wife works at a electrical wholesaler. Main, you know, constant maintain the distance. People that are coming in to, uh, you know, to, to buy the electrical supplies and stuff like that, make the counter another three feet wider. There's a whole bunch of things that we can do here that, to, that, that I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that there's going to be people at the end of this that are going to be, you know, committing suicide or, or massive depression or massive anxiety or just going to be so strung out and stressed out that they, they just don't think that they can, you know, come out of this. And I, I understand the fact that people are losing their loved ones. I get it. You know, I, I lost my mom when she was 60 years old. That was, um, was that about 10 or 11 years ago? I, I, I get it. I, I, I understand that, you know, 100%. It's horrible. You know, I, I think about my mom every day and, and all the things that, that, you know, she's missing out on and, and all that sort of stuff. And, and uh, you know, my grandfather was 96, passed away a couple weekends ago. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I couldn't, uh, you know, I couldn't go to the funeral. I couldn't jump on a plane to go down and see him um, and all that sort of stuff. So I, I understand the, the death side of the whole thing. But for us that are vulnerable, we're always on our toes. We need to stay on our toes and, and, uh, and keep our defenses up and, 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 you know, get our masks instead of all these. You know, if, if you don't need a mask, then why are you buying 100 of them? You know, if, if, if you're going to go out in public and we can rely on 95, 90% of the population pulling their head out of their ass, and if they're sick, they stay home. If they have the flu, they stay home. They avoid people that they put a mask on. Then we don't have a massive shortage. And that allows these people that are working two or three jobs a week to get ahead, get their life back on schedule, and not be relying on those idiots down in Ottawa to bail them out. You know, maybe we can help each other out. You know, um, like for instance, um, I've had a couple people say, hey, you know, how's, how's your freezer? My freezer's good. I have a lot of meat in the freezer. And if one of my buddies comes up and says, hey man, listen, you know, there's no meat, you know, we need some meat or whatever, then guess what? I'm gonna open up my freezer and I'm gonna help my friends out because we're all human beings. And we need to help each other out. That's, that's, I think that's what this pandemic is teaching us. Not the fear mongering and not the, the well, I'm going to raise the carbon tax anyway, BS that's going on. The, the, us helping each other out. Us, you know, like today, for instance, we were at the grocery store and there was a young guy, you know, just trying to get his stuff done. And I said to him, yeah, go ahead, go buy us. You know, it's not, he's not sneezing, he's not coughing, he's not um, 
snorting and snotting all over the place. It's just walking by. That's not an issue, in my opinion. And it's nothing, like I said, that, that immune suppressed or, or, or people like that, that we're dealing with that every day. You know, welcome to our world. So anyway, I think that's pretty much brings this podcast to a, to a close. You know, be careful, protect yourself, protect each other. Um, watch out for the stuff that's going on. Let's get our world back together. Let's get everybody moving in the right direction. Um, you know, to all those millions of people that have, have added, you know, have got gone out and gotten pals and, and uh, that's a possession acquisition license um, for buying, you know, firearms or for those people, you know, who have bought restricted firearms, which are just a simple handgun. I'm going to make a point about that right now too. I am way more concerned about somebody who knows how to use a rifle with a scope on it than I am with somebody who has a handgun. Okay. And, and that's from experience um, of, of knowing how a lot of these guns work. Yes. There's certain people that can use a handgun. They can use it pretty efficiently, but um, you know, to all those people that, that purchase those, keep those, those toys and and uh you know keep them safe and get out to your local gun range support your local gun range support your local hunt and fishing store and go and have some fun you know i i mean uh i love going out hiking where where i'm hiking in some cases oh you you need to take a gun out with you because the wildlife's hunting you so when we're out hiking and we're out horsing around or we're out camping and stuff like that you you need to have more than just bear spray you know um we were talking the other day and there's about 10 plus stories in the last couple of years of cougars sneaking up on people or getting behind people. And the only thing that really saved those people, cause you're not going to, you're not going to protect yourself against cougar. Okay. It's just not going to happen. Um, and the only thing that protected those people is the fact that they, you know, they had a firearm with them and, and, uh, and I, from what I understand, the cougars are really, really good eating too. So, so hopefully they're eating those animals too. Don't let them go to waste. So, um, we can help each other out. We can protect each other. If you're sick, put a mask on. Um, you know, if, if, if you know somebody's hurting or you know somebody needs some food or whatever, help them out. You know, especially if you're not in the want or, or, uh, or you know, you're, you're in a good position. Help somebody else out. Do what you can. Help people out by staying home when you're sick. You know, and when you're in line... You're not getting to the front of the line any quicker by dry humping the, the person's leg in front of you. Give them three, four, six feet or whatever, you know. And uh, don't give the don't give the nurses and don't give the you know the retail people and all that sort of stuff a hard time just because you know something took you a little longer. If you're late, you're late. If you're behind, it's likely your fault anyway. So don't take it out on everybody else. And like, imagine if if this pandemic causes a huge percentage of us to actually become human again to actually consider other people think about other people instead of thinking of ourselves all the time you know what if we actually go out and vote in a government that decides not to tax the living crap out of us all, all the time where we get to actually keep some of our money where we get to actually go on holidays with people you know our loved ones and stuff like that where we where we we take care of our own people first and, and, you know, I get helping other people out and, I, and, and um, you know, people that are in, 
in in dire need they you know and they're coming to canada because they're you know i mean their their villages are being burned down or they're or they're they're being persecuted or whatever else bring them in you know that's a that's a great thing about canada then we can help those people out and those, imagine those kids you know they get to actually play at a park without worried about being you know i don't know there's so much crazy stuff going on out there in the world but if hey this brings us back to being human again relying on each other um put some checks and balances in you get some of these criminals out of office that are in office I, i'm all for it i'm not for anybody passing away i'm not for anybody being sick i'm not for anybody um suffering through anything but i've been there i've done it i started a transplant page I've got an Instagram. I've got a podcast about it. And I understand how how brutal it is. I get it. But I also understand too that together we can help each other out. We're our, we're our best our our best group. Like your 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 groups, the people that you're you're in tight with. Those those are the groups that are going to help each other out. And Hopefully this calms down some of the radicalism and it and it and it it just brings us together as as people. When I was in that hospital, I really learned the goodness and the greatness of people. From my own family um, to my friends, you know, people come out of the woodwork that that I never ever would have guessed were coming out of the woodwork to be supportive and and to be helpful, you know, and and. Uh, I, that's what these things do and you know I, I i don't other than the fact that people have been hurt other than the fact that you know we've we've lost people and 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 you know we still have their memories yes i get it but but we've lost people um then uh it's that's a that's a bad you know it's a bad situation I, I'm, I'm not arguing that but but together we're strong right together regardless of color regardless of race regardless of religion regardless of sexual preference regardless of all that crap if if you're eccentric or you're a jerk it doesn't matter what any of those things you're still going to be that person but for all the good people out there we can all help each other out you know there's there's so many good people and we don't hear from them because they're they're busy they're living their lives and and those are the people the huge percentage the huge majority of the people in this world those are the people that we want to talk to and concentrate on not the people going off the deep end all the time just because they need some attention on social media listen i love you guys um i'm out of here i'm gonna i'm gonna go do some stuff that's a beautiful day outside I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but um, I had a real good uh, bike ride this morning. It beat the living crap out of me. I thought at one point there my heart was going to fall out of my chest. I was breathing so heavy, and I all my muscles were all cramping up across my chest and across my back, and some people would have thought they were having a heart attack. I wasn't. My heart rate was good. Everything was beating good. I loved it. That's because I ate like an idiot yesterday, and uh, which I kind of mentioned before. And um, yeah, just stay true to everybody, and... And, uh, you know, love thy neighbor. And, and uh, I, I hope that those people out there that, are, that have lost somebody, um, uh, 
or the, the, the people out there that are that are just so financially strapped right now and stressed that that somehow somewhere there's just a little glimmer enough of a glimmer to keep you on the path and keep you moving forward and please don't don't do anything drastic don't please don't consider taking you know your your own life or anything like that stay with us stay here if, if you know somebody who's who's in, in dire stress, you know somebody who needs help please reach out and help them um, or get them some help or, or or whatever you know and and uh if you got too much of something you know somebody else needs something give it to them you know you'll without any reward without any um money back or or, or anything like just just do it because you're human and you're a good person just do it for that reason alone and, and do it because you're going to feel better ah you know what i feel way better about this god bless you everybody have a great day uh thank you to uh to everybody who's listening to the podcast and um um you know uh anybody who's sick i i i, I pray you're you're out of it quick um and uh you know you're 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 better very very soon um anybody who's recovered awesome if you're just starting to get sick or you know or um you're still fighting your cancer kathy's fighting that cmv she's getting radiation and her, her kidneys are on the brink and everything else don't stop whatever you do we need you here kathy you're uh you're you're just uh you're just a specimen of of awesomeness and joy and and uh god we love you so just you know stick with it there's so many other that that little nevin fella man that kid is a trooper he's kicking ass and taking names there's a little a little uh fella i put on my transplant page the other day i think his name was ryerson he's got blood clot on each side of his neck which is causing his his uh it's causing his his uh his head to swell up i mean there's there's a kid right there you know um yeah here he is right here uh yeah grayson you know grayson don't don't give up buddy we need you we need you you know like it just what a what a freaking trooper that kid is you know um there's i don't know just just stick with it everybody stay with it stay with us um fight 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 never stop fight never give up there's always something better coming um you're stronger way stronger than you ever even imagine your your body will will uh keep going before your mind lets go and then if your mind starts to let go that's usually when the body kicks in so use use the two of them use them together don't give up if you're going to go go on your terms sideways across the finish line screaming holy shit with the engine burnt out knowing and saying what a ride all right everybody god bless